Welcome to the Success Leaves Clues podcast with Robin Bailey and Al McDonald. Have you ever wondered what makes someone successful? What are they doing that's different? How do they achieve greatness? We believe that success leaves clues. In this series, we are interviewing very successful people from different walks of life to hear their stories. We'd like to remind our listeners that the views expressed in this podcast are those of our guests and not necessarily those shared by our hosts. Welcome back to the Success Leaves Clues podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by Life and Legacy Advisory Group. We believe sound financial advice improves people's lives. We are also brought to you by Aria Benefits. We help business leaders attract and retain top talent. I'm your host, Robin Bailey, here with my co-host and business partner, the Earl of Estate Planning, Al McDonald. Al, how's your day going? Going well. Of course, it's Podcast Friday, so that always makes it better. Looking forward to our upcoming guest and Looking forward to the autumn weather, which just seems to be kicking in in full gear today. Hear that, folks? He said autumn. I would say fall, but Al will say autumn, and that's what makes life great and interesting that, uh, that we both have a different take on that. So joining us today is Deandra Ford, and uh, I am a big fan. I'm going to tell you why in a few minutes, but Deandra is a people ops leader with a passion for tech startups and a history of helping company scale. Yes, we've seen that. She has spent her career in high growth companies combined with a CHRP designation and has contributed to making her the well-rounded people person she is today. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Excited to be here. So I got to start with how I found you. Somehow we connected on LinkedIn. You know, obviously people who are writing great content, the algorithm, it shows it, right? So I'm like, okay, I begin seeing you and like, okay. And I think it was the very first post I said, oh, okay, I like this person. I'm going to connect. And so thank you for connecting. <laughs> of course. There's a lot of stuff on LinkedIn. There's a lot of sharing of articles. Hey, that's great. Share an article if it's interesting. But there's not as many people writing what I consider authentic, helpful, insightful information. And so when I found yours and, and I started seeing it and, and I engaged with you, of course, and yeah. that's why you're here today, because I thought this is the person we want to have on the show. So thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. And thank you for all of those lovely words. I think you now I'm relatively new to writing on LinkedIn. So loving that positive reinforcement. <laughs> well, if you're if you're not following Deandra, do yourself a favor and give a follow and, and connect with her because uh, a lot of great information too. And I noticed your network, some really great people that I've connected with because of you in your mm-hmm. network. So I would ask anyone to give you a follow. But why don't we start at the beginning? Because I think you have a cool story and you're involved in tech and doing really interesting things. So why don't we start with like, how did you end up here anyway? Yeah, it's interesting. People ops is not my first career. I My original degree is in kinesiology and I started off as a health coach. So very different, but it turns out a ton of transferable skills. You get good at talking to people and caring about people and helping them grow and improve. And there's a huge component of that in people ops as well. So in my first kind of, I call it my first big girl job as a health coach. And uh, I was at a company called Utopia. It was a small disease prevention tech startup. That is where I grew up. It's where I learned about the tech industry and how it works. It's where I learned about how to help contribute to scaling a business. I came in, at, I was probably employee like nine or 10. 
when I left the first time because I boomeranged back. They were about 60. And like I said, it always will hold a special place in my heart so much so that I came back after my career switch working in HR. And that's where I learned what HR was really had an amazing people leader there who was like, Hey, all this stuff you love that interviewing that onboarding that training, that's that's people ops. And from that moment on, I kind of just dived all the way in, which I'm really thankful for really appreciative for. And yeah, I think that's kind of how I ended up here. Al, does that sound familiar about going into training for something that's completely unrelated to where you ended up? Well, I can certainly relate because financial planning was not my first job. I was uh, came from the engineering world, so that's a big switch. Um, yeah, that way, but... that's arguably a bigger switch, I would say. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Sounds like you had a big switch too, but no, you're right. You know, you've got skills that are transferable. You've got some things that, uh, and and it's just... It's just, it's knowledge, right? You grow as a person and and you start to see the bigger picture and that type of thing. Enough about me. I want to hear about you. Talk more a little bit about like, where did the step come in where you started into the, the people operation world? Because yeah. yeah, you came from a different a different background. So where, where was that switch and how did it come about? Yeah, so Utopia was growing and scaling. I was also growing and scaling. Uh, started to build up a team of health coaches there started to kind of take on more managerial responsibilities. And with that is often like interviewing a team and training a team and making sure they're all sort of up and running and like how well supported and feeling sort of connected to the business and understand what's expected of them. And I was realizing that I was starting to like all of that piece a little bit more. And I mentioned the amazing leader who I had at the time who was like, hey, all that stuff, that's people ops, that's HR. And so that was kind of like the catalyst for me. And obviously, I'm fast forwarding the story. (laughs) It took me a little while to fully make the jump over. But that was really like the defining moment for me as to when I started to think differently. Because up until that point, to me, HR was like, this super boring, like back corner in a basement, like, profession where you're just like filling out papers all day long like that's literally what I thought HR was and so to get that kind of exposure to it and realize that it's so much more and how it can be such a great strategic partner for business how it can be a great resource for the team like employees employer like it's this really interesting profession that like is constantly straddling between team employee and team employer and trying to find that middle ground, which is fascinating to me. We've had a number of other guests on that are in the same, you know, the same part of your world. And you're right, that that's the old image, you know, just kind of filling out paperwork and uh, making sure people get paid and hiring and firing. That's about it. But, uh, you know, from all our conversations that we've had, that world has changed quite a bit. You fell into it almost out of necessity, found out that you loved it. But uh, is there anything that you wish you'd known in hindsight, something that would have made your world a little bit easier had you known it when you started? I think what's nice to know and kind of what I'm more generally, but I'm always reminding myself, like there's nothing that you can't course correct, right? Whether it's a project, a role, a career, like you can always pivot, like you can always move and that's something and I think especially when you work in tech it moves so fast and it's so agile that everything is 
fixable. Like everything is pivotable. Like don't stress about it. Hey, speaking of pivoting, a couple of minutes ago, and I didn't want to interrupt your flow because you were talking about some really great stuff, but you mentioned you boomeranged back to another mm-hmm. company. And yeah. I know what boomerang means in, in the context of how you used it, but uh, maybe yeah. not all the listeners. Can you just explain sure. what that was? And and maybe even talk a little bit further is, is that a little more accepted in the tech space than it was traditionally? Because traditionally, if, some, if someone left, that was it. See you later. We're never talking to you again, right? And I think that's yeah. really changed for the positive. Yeah, I think like, again, in the tech space and in the people ops space. So starting with what is boomeranging, it's in this context, leaving a company, going off, working other places, doing other things, and then eventually potentially finding your way right back at that same company, whether it's usually in a different role, in my case, in a completely different department. But yeah, I think it's really interesting now how an I'm a big supporter of this, that goodbye doesn't have to be ugly, right? Like goodbye doesn't have to be the end. And especially if it's a team member who was really valued, who contributed a lot, that was well liked and appreciated. Why wouldn't you want that person to go out into the world, get a broader experience and then come back one day and bring their previous knowledge of having worked at the company before, plus all of this new knowledge that they gained. Like that sounds like a win-win to me. And it feels like more and more people, more and more companies are feeling the same way. Like I, in my mind, like, why wouldn't you want that? It's such a refreshing philosophy. And I encountered this recently and not, not that they boomerang, but a very high level person had left a company, one of my clients actually, and she had left to go do hang her own shingle on marketing. And mm-hmm. I reached out because I didn't want to step on anyone's toes. So I reached out to the COO and I said, hey, listen, I, I see they're doing this. I know they're really good at what they do. Would it be okay if I reached out to them, engage them on a, on a yeah. you know, for a personal level? And you don't know what you're going to get because sometimes there might be some bad feelings there, but it was the complete opposite. It was so positive. Oh my gosh, yes. Of course, we were sorry to lose her, but she's so talented. Of course, we support her in doing. And I mm-hmm. love that because when I first came into my career, it was very much the opposite. It was almost like scorched earth. That's it. You're, you're not with us anymore. You're done. Yeah. So, and I think there's so much more value in the way, you know, you were talking about, like you went out, you grew as a person, you added more skills, and then you came back in a different role and probably added a heck of a lot more value to the company at that time. So I think that's incredible. Can I piggyback on your idea? Absolutely. Jump in there. Yeah. The other thing that you said that I really liked was, you know, you course corrected, you pivoted in. Again, I think there's another thing that has changed a lot is in the past, you never wanted to admit if you were wrong, right? You made a a bad decision, right? You just, you got to keep going down that path because, oh my gosh, like you can't look as if you didn't know what you're doing. But now it's much more, you know, you try something, oh, it didn't work out. Okay, well, let's just go backwards. Um, We had on a previous podcast, and I can't remember the exact terminology they used, but it was, you know, any decision we make, is it a one-way door or is it a two-way door? And most of them are two-way doors because if you open it and you go through it and you don't like what you see, well, you can just turn around and go back. And there's not a lot of one-way doors that absolutely slam shut behind you and you just, you can't make the change. So I thought that was a great comment. So I just wanted to bring that up. Thank you. I think perception around people ops, around employee-employer relationship is just changing and evolving and becoming more human, which I love to see. Well, 
you seem to be very good at what you do and you seem to enjoy Try it. <laughs> you seem to enjoy it. Definitely. What, what are some of your favorite things about people ops? Like what keeps you there? Yeah. I mean, it's cliche, but the people, I mean, you are talking to someone in people ops, right? Like that's, I think going to be most of <laughs> our answers, right? It's a very unique role within companies often that we get to interact with pretty much everyone, right? Like every department, every level doing a, especially if you're a team of one or you're a smaller team in tech, like you have your hands in every single basket. You're wearing 10 different hats, which I'm not going to pretend isn't sometimes overwhelming and a lot, but the nice thing is I know almost everyone at every company I've worked at in a people ops role just because that's what it is. I've actually had an interaction one time with someone where I was like, oh, hi, like, so good to see you. And who are you? And I'm like, right, I know you because I know everyone because I onboard and all that. And not everyone does that. So it's so interesting that I'm like, even when I maybe wasn't part of an interview process, or I didn't get a chance to meet the person directly right away, like, I still know them, like, I know who their role and what they're going to be doing and like who they're reporting to. And I feel like I know them. And I usually would have gotten updates from my team, like this is a really strong candidate, we're sending out an offer. So I'm like, I've been along this journey the whole time and like I'm attached to this person and they're like who are you and I'm like that's that's fair well you hit the nail on the <laughs> head because there are a lot of people in people ops and I wouldn't say all of them are people people you know because I've, I've met a few in my career yeah. along the way and, and not to fault them or anything the most successful people however several of them I've had on the podcast which I think you've probably heard are genuinely people people they care they like them they're like you you know you you know everybody yeah. you have an interest in everybody you want people to do well and succeed right yeah. so no that's really cool clearly you're like i said before you're you're in the right spot you're doing you're doing great things so as you know i've become a fan of yours on linkedin Thanks. and as a person so i i really look forward to watching that journey as you go but Thank now you. is one of my favorite times of the podcast and it is time for al's signature question and we get some interesting answers. There's no right answer. There's no wrong answer. It's just, we get some really interesting answers. And I think, you know, the audience has come to appreciate, Hey, that's, that's a different perspective. I, I didn't think about that. And that's really cool. So, cause we always get really good feedback on these. So Al with that, I'll let you take it away. All right. Well, thanks. So there's a saying that goes, a society grows great when old persons plant trees in whose shade they will never sit. So can you talk about any of those proverbial trees that you are planting? Yeah. So I'm going to, I don't know if I can pull back the curtain on like this podcast a little bit. I did get this question beforehand and literally had to Google this saying, and what does this mean? I don't know how many people like answer this when they're like, oh yeah, I got it. I was not one of those people. I Googled it. But after I Googled it, I like jotted down the first thing that I thought of. And for me, I, and this is kind of tied into why I started posting on LinkedIn or why I decided what I was going to post on LinkedIn. Like I always had friends, family, like people I met who found out I work in people ops. They would just automatically ask me questions, whether it was like they're about their employer or their contract or they're looking for a new job. And to me, it became really clear that this 
info, like this information is not accessible to so many people, or they don't know where to find it, or they don't know how to find it. And for me, like that's, I guess that's the tree I'm trying to plant, like I'm trying to make this knowledge more accessible to the everyday person who has maybe never interacted with people ops or aren't really familiar what it is or was like me at the beginning of my career like oh they just push papers in the basement there's so much useful information that I think can really help people grow and help equip people to win and I think the more people that win the better for everyone and so I would say that is the tree that I am planting I am trying to make this information more accessible to people so that I can help them in their career. Perfect. Like you say, there's no right or wrong answer. So that was helpful. And uh, I'm sure many people will be very appreciative in the future of you being able to get that information to them. I hope so. I'm trying to be helpful. (laughs) The other part I, I really liked that I heard was seeing people win. And I don't know if it's a meme and I don't know what the original content, whoever created it, but you know, the post is something along the lines of call me crazy, but I want to see others around me win and succeed. Right. To your point, if we saw more of that and it's win-win for everybody, right. Yeah. It's like, there doesn't have to be, well, I lose and you win in this situation. We can, we can both yeah. win. Right. And it's a better world yeah. for that. Well, Deandra, this has been absolutely awesome talking to you. I want to thank you for joining us today and, I'm going to continue to follow your journey because I've become a big fan of yours. What's the best way for people to reach out to you if they have any questions about yourself or what you're doing now? LinkedIn. My LinkedIn is the best place to get a hold of me. You can interact with me there either on what I'm posting or you can send me a DM. Deandra Ford. Perfect. Perfect. All right. That does it for today's episode. Man, I really enjoyed this conversation. I hope you did too. As always, if you have any questions for Al or myself, please feel free to give us a call or by, like Deandra, joining the conversation on LinkedIn. Success leaves clues, my friends. Mm-hmm.